0: So welcome to Transformate, we're super excited to have you here today and we have a special guest who's an expert on nutrition and coaching uh, which is Rebecca Silver. And we're going to be talking about the immune system Uh, but I think what we're all going through right now uh, there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of uh, sort of uh, stress that's being caused, a lot of worries and anxiety uh, because of the unknown. Uh, So how does that affect our immune
1: system? So our immune system is our natural defense against any kind of external attack, if we want to use that word. And it's interesting, Maria, because one of the biggest things that affects our immune system that we don't always realize is stress and stress has become such a catch-all term these days but stress as we're probably aware can come from many sources yeah it can come from you know mental stress it can come from emotional stress mm-hmm. and it can come from physical stress like a virus but what has been shown in studies it's very interesting is that mental stress pressure uh, from our thoughts and External sources that influence our thoughts and the way that our minds continue to think certain things create a lot of internal stress for us. That has been shown to downregulate our immune system. Which I'm a I'm a life coach and I'm a health coach as well, uh, specialising in all aspects of wellness, whether that be mental, emotional, physical wellness. Um, what I see so often with clients is that actually one of the hardest things that we have to deal with is a. Sense of uncertainty and uncertainty gives us a great feeling often of anxiety and anxiety i feel is what a lot of people are going through right now the mind does not know the difference i'm talking about Mm. the limbic system the part of the brain that actually the fight or flight that stress response actually comes from in our bodies that part of the brain does not know whether something is real or something is imagined. If we keep thinking those what-if scenarios, we call it disasterizing, right, of what's gonna happen in the future, catastrophizing, Mm -hmm. um, what happens is the body thinks that that's what's going on. It doesn't know, it, it can't, that part of the brain Is just on a nervous system response so it just feels that stimulus it doesn't have the rational cognition to separate things out logically Mm. and analyze them and look at that part of the brain just thinks that one thought survival danger I'm under stress I'm under attack and boom you're there already regardless of whether you're being chased by a tiger or whether you you know have imagined something. Uh, have, have imagined yeah. that you know the the world is going to end because of of a of some sort of an outbreak that we don't know what's going on with that. So, mm. the greatest thing that we can do at this time is to really manage our mind. In fact, in coaching, as you know, Maria, mm. we say, "Is this in my control or is this not in my control?" And well, what can we control right now? We really don't know a lot of things. But what we do have control over is how we think about those things, and what the things we think, what how we make those things, what we make those things mean for ourselves. Yeah,
0: and so of, apart from the stress response, what other things affect our immune system? Does it matter, you know, how much we sleep, what we eat, what we do, what we absolutely, you know,
1: absolutely. So and where we could approach that Mm. is what things strengthen our immune system and then the absence of those things cause our immune systems to downregulate, which leaves us open to being more vulnerable in terms of our physical health basically yeah so and in fact even our mental health you know if our immune system is low because we're not eating the right nutrients you know we're not eating the right foods that give us enough of the bioavailable nutrients that we need in order to run our brains in order to run our bodies well what's very interesting is that we actually become more predisposed to even mental disorders things like depression things like anxiety it's very interesting is that we see with cases of anxiety when people get the right kind of nutrients and I get them on a decent food plan many many times their anxiety clears up completely yeah. or it's massively lessened just from giving the brain the right chemicals it needs from the food that we eat so that's honestly i always say whenever we're starting on an uh, on a protocol of how to increase our immunity we want to think about those fundamentals of wellness how we are feeding ourselves how we are treating our bodies in terms of exercise in terms of good rest sleep is crucial yeah and it, you know the... i've always been one of these people who
0: just is able to sleep that's amazing uh, and, I, and it used to be sort of one of those things like oh, i'm really asleep. but I call it such a blessing, you know. Absolutely. I, I can literally just sleep. I feel like it's always is is able to heal me. And if you're not able to sleep, it's a real detriment to your your body and your immune system and your mental health.
1: That is extremely affected by mm-hmm. stress, especially chronic long term stress. Many people right now are coming to me and saying, you know, I have insomnia, I can't sleep, yeah. I'm taking sleep meds and All of these things are because the brain is stuck in that anxiety mode. What happens when we have an input of stress, be it, you know, environmental, be it mental, be it emotional, be it physical. So if someone's in that heightened state of stress, often we see that sleep is the first thing to go. And funnily enough, when people feel stressed, the last thing they want to do is sleep because they're stuck in that cycle of anxiety. Mm -hmm. They're awake, they're wired. Even we have a term uh, that we say wired and tired. So someone's actually exhausted, you know, but you just can't sleep because your nervous system is on hyper alert. And even though your body is physically exhausted, maybe even weakened, say you are immune compromised or you're physically unwell, but you still can't sleep because your uh, nervous system is so activated.
0: Most people don't even know that they're suffering from this because in reality even though when we look at it under a microscope the, the the results are quite astonishing and intense but we don't normally feel it that way right so somebody can go with chronic stress for decades and not even really be aware that they're suffering for something. stage no. but what are some of the other Smaller
1: signs that people should be looking out for. Well, Maria, that's an amazing point. And actually, I have a lot of clients, you know, when I say, So, how is your stress levels? I'm good, you know, I'm fine. And actually, a lot of people will say, I thrive under pressure. I love working like that. This is me, I'm go, go, go. And that's wonderful. But say we were going to do uh, a test on there. Hormone levels, which you can do, stress test. There's many uh, that I use in my practice. And when we actually test that that pathway, that cortisol pathway in the body, we can see the dysregulation and there is actually a progression of stress in the body. So first of all, we might start out with, you know, your your adrenal system is a little hardy, you've got a lot of that cortisol in you and it's actually giving you kind of a juice, you know, you get that sense of yeah. adrenaline rush all the time, you know. You, you feel like a certain charge yeah. coming from all of that. Yeah. Which is actually why, in the beginning, the first phase, people don't it even feels, notice. Yeah, they feel like normal. you know yeah. this is what it is, and it's interesting because so whatever it is, you know this kind yeah, of lunch mindset, for losers, right? <laughs> you know this kind of Gordon lunch Gecko is. mindset thing that everybody's been been living on, and all of those people are really burning a candle at both ends, we would say, and there's nothing wrong with that, but taking care of oneself and having self-awareness, as you say, before you get to that breaking point, is something that everybody can start to really work on, to be honest, and what's wonderful about the situation now, although it's very challenging, it does offer us an amazing opportunity to become more self-aware, yeah, and to become so is that that's the first necessary part in order to to find out yes what it, what are the signs to look for always right and what's very interesting is that's why we only really get the wake up call when we're in a physical pain because we've missed all the signals or we've ignored yeah. all the signals ignored, until yeah. something really hits us yeah. hard you know until we really have insomnia and we can't sleep I always used to say that like your body
0: is always talking always whispering, talking and it's it's time
1: to turn up the volume sure. right so that
0: you can hear more sure about what's yeah that's sure.
1: kind of the awareness that you're talking about right what are some of the signs to recognize before yeah. it gets to that level yeah. are things like that need yeah that compulsion to overdo it that's the first yeah. sign that you are being driven by your adrenaline by yeah. your cortisol response you become addicted to that Okay, what's the next, what's the next, what's the next? But, I mean, that's kind of, the, that's what's expected of us now. It so is. How do
0: you go
1: from, you know, n- you know, how do you stop that? It's all about your limits of where you are. Yeah. And having awareness around the, the way to, I would say, treat your body and what your body needs. Because yeah. our body, you know, you wouldn't drive your car and you continue to drive the car past, you know, when you know that the gas tank is going down or that you know, you well, have been known. <laughs> you have been known, right? But what what happens in yeah, the yeah. end, there's a consequence. So yeah. I'm not here to tell anybody, hey, you need to slow down, you need to check, you know, make sure that you're eating enough, make sure you're sleeping enough, make sure that you don't just burn the, that candle and, you know, work until four five in the morning and get three hours of sleep or whatever it is that people do. Artists and creators and writers yes. and teachers that are out there, sharing and building and growing and yeah. spreading the light, yes. and we it's can a, it's tune a, it's into a, it's that. Also about what your feed contains. Yeah, yeah. So go and find those people. If your feed, mm. for some reason, is is full of things that you're not resonating with right yeah. now use that message, it's the same, it always comes yeah. back to the awareness. Yes. Listen to yourself, if something doesn't feel right, it's because it isn't, you know, yeah. and you're not wrong. We're so used to saying, am I wrong about this? Mm-hmm. What's this person telling me? Forget about that, for even me. Forget about what I say, if it resonates, it's for you, and if yeah. it doesn't, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. You know, but find things that serve you, that increase mm-hmm. your energy. You have this time to actually finish this period, becoming stronger, more resilient, more in tune with yourself and what you want out of your life and have a greater awareness, not just of yourself, but guess what, of the planet, because this has happened, really, Yes. It's a sign of global imbalance that's going yeah. on. You know, we don't know where this came from or what's going on with it, but we can certainly see the effects are extremely imbalanced. Some people are suffering dramatically and will continue to suffer from the economic mm. effects of yeah. this. You know, and so it may seem trite to say, oh, you know, just sit at home and work on yourself. It's not just about that, yeah. but that's where we start. Yes. Okay, Because we have to become strong if we want to make change happen yeah. for ourselves and for the world. And we, I believe, that we always have an opportunity in every crisis, there's an opportunity there 100%. for us all to become stronger, for power of, of the collective, for people to come together and change the way things have been, Yes, to ask for more transparency, to ask for greater levels of health and and, and wellness and companionship. You know, we have social isolation going on. But this, funnily enough, is opening up amazing channels for connection yes. and for like-minded people to Bond together and come together, and that's what it means to be human. Yeah, 100%. we are. We are. Be, we are being faced with our own humanity here, mm-hmm. and we can. We have a choice. Yeah, you can choose any any path. You there are many available right now. If anything, everybody's shouting for your attention. Yeah, choose my path. This is the one. This is the one. And I'm just saying, take the time to step back and find out which is the right one for you and yeah. what you want out of, for yourself and yeah. for your family and for your planet, you know. Yeah. This is, this is we're, we're all in this together. That's what this is really yes. shown. Everyone I is facing that it. I feel big time. I feel that in such a fundamental sense that this is really,
0: you know, for the first time in ever that we have as a humanity been all connected around the same thing. Yeah. And it's not, oh, it's happening to them or it's just happening to us. No, this is happening to you everyone and there's a real sense of beauty in that that we mustn't uh, sort of overlook absolutely
1: absolutely so back to so we were saying okay so we need to sleep so how much we need to sleep I know that's a many things we can do to optimize sleep yeah one of the biggest things of course is to manage stress because you cannot sleep if if your uh, autonomic nervous system is activated
0: so are there some sort of tips that you can give people today of like how
1: they can enter into that state before going to sleep or yes absolutely it'd be my pleasure to do that so I have a few things which are just you know, basics that everybody can start to do. We, we call it like a bedtime routine. Yeah. So there are many things that you can do to sort of strategize yourself into that space. Uh, so some of these things are here are blue light from the screens. Oh, yeah. So this is one of the most interesting things because the blue light emitted by devices, even if you're wearing those red light goggles and you know, you You
0: know, on my phone, I, I have like know. an option to you like have turn it. it down. Is that
1: enough? No. Look it's fine. I normally like do like this before I go to sleep. Exactly. Good. Exactly, right? <laughs> so look, is it better than the blue light bam shining? Yeah. Oh, of course, no doubt. But is it still a stimulus for our pineal gland, the yeah. part of the, the you know, the brain that sends us into that sleep? Totally. Yeah. If people have a real issue with falling asleep, you should aim for two hours before bed, you okay. switch those off. I like to actually turn off the Wi-Fi. So turn so that switch off. off your Wi Fi. Switch your Wi Fi off. We're going to sleep. Two hours before okay. but keep I the phone it. away from you. Yeah. You know. So two uh, so no no screens. I like basically. switching it off, because at least then you're like you're not tempted to be looking at it. Well, that's great. You can still get phone calls, emergency, whatever uh, yeah. whatever works for you. Yeah. yeah. Best to get rid of it as much as you can. especially for children. We have so many problems that I see in my practice with children with all sorts of health issues definitely mental emotional issues and it's all coming from the overuse or the use of technology. it's true evidence too, to, this, to say that it supports the creation of addictions later on. It absolutely does, yeah. so it absolutely does, it primes all those mm. pathways in the brain that just didn't get turned on before, mm. you know, that sense of the again we go back to that that, that habituated Instances. pattern yes yeah, and the children's stress response is already highly triggered. Yeah, good the thing to start to do is keep a similar routine to wind yeah. down before bed so your body, your same brain knows time, same. yeah as best you can right your body knows okay it's time to get ready for bed I I'm not I'm with a young child you want ju- exactly the yeah. same we're, we're just big children yeah. so. maybe do a few things that you do every night right maybe it's okay. like I brush my teeth I comb my hair I have a bath if you want read a book or something before bed great you know maybe you have children around you you do a bedtime story whatever that situation is but you're in and then exactly it a little bit of breathing, a little bit of stretching, maybe a little bit of meditation right before you sleep can be extremely helpful. So we can start to calm all of that nervous system down before we sleep. Yeah, you know. So and just a bit of a mindfulness, you know, that's it. Like journaling. Journaling, is journaling is I love it. Journaling, journaling's amazing. Yes. Tea is great, and tea goes goes with something else. I'll say there are some specific. I'm a herbalist as well, so there are some specific herbal supplements that are can be very helpful for sleep. But any herbal tea, like a cam mile yeah like uh, you know uh, some very gentle nurturing teas can be super helpful for just you know calming your body down all that we can do to kind of step away and back into the body back into the moment and out of our head is going to be very helpful for getting into that calming but we all have the ability to take our power back and to cultivate that sense of self-awareness and greater awareness of what's going on around us and making those decisions for ourselves. Absolutely. If we are so, in, you know, social isolation or quarantine or whatever words you want to use right now. Yeah. You know, we don't want to go around spreading Every single thought germ that we might be catching, you know, yeah. all of our stress, all of our anxiety can easily leak out onto others. If you're struggling to fall asleep at night, so maybe mm. you don't manage to get your mm.
0: your chunk of the right amount of hours. Yes, uh, which is, you know, it happens. Right, it does happen. A time when you have to get up and get yep. on with things. So, what about napping? Is that a good thing or
1: nothing? Nothing. I love napping, and napping is great. If if napping works for you. Mm. Yeah, that's wonderful no, definitely. So, definitely also if you struggle with sleep I would have a look at your caffeine consumption I would make sure that you keep it to the earlier part of the day because caffeine tends to have a half-life in the body of about five to eight hours so mm-hmm. I only nap when I feel like I need it yeah so go, like, so go nap like a baby you're allowed Maria. to nap Maria <laughs> nothing's for you don't worry permission no, no, granted <laughs> thank you from the guru no no, 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 no. <laughs> no, but
0: sometimes when I'm sitting up in the office yeah and I'm just at that point where I'm just I'm, just, I'm tired Tired For whatever reason, whether it's stress or lack of sleep or overwhelm, I just feel tired and I'm not being productive. Yes. So whereas before in my former corporate life, I would of course just, you know, soldier on. Yeah. But now I've decided in my new life of more, you know, well-being focused that it is beneficial for me and my productivity to take a break. Absolutely. And so then I just have a 30 minute nap or without, whatever, just nap. Um, and then I am so refreshed and
1: so much more productive when I get, when I wake up. And what do people? I love it, Maria. And that's exactly what you should do. Yeah. Listen to your body, right? And you become conscious of the fact that you need that that extra energy. And what do people do in? usually at that time they go get coffee they go get a coffee or they have a candy bar right so nap is beautiful if you feel tired honor your body listen to what your body is telling you don't flog it when it is flagging yeah listen to it give it what it means don't flog it when it's flagging it's true right just be gentle to yourself if you need to sleep sleep you know Uh, it's very important but we don't want to use sleep. This is this is a bit of a side point, but since we're talking about sleep, I have so much to say on sleep. What can happen? especially for certain people, the way that they buffer from stress is that they sleep. Yes. So instead of really being present with the stress that they have and actually processing that in a way that... It's like an escape mechanism. Right, mm-hmm. it can be that. Certain people oversleep, right? They want to stay in bed all day or yeah. they don't come out or they sleep like... It's also a, a sign of depression sometimes. It is I mean, yeah. and that's that's exactly when, when yeah. I might see that, so, you, know, as a, you know, in my practice. Yeah. So that's the only thing I want to watch out for, sleep. But be mindful about why you're sleeping. Then that's something that you want to check in with and just see what am I what am I trying to avoid by oversleeping, or overeating, or over-exercising, or you know, over-drinking, or mm. over-facebooking, or whatever it is. Yeah. As humans, we can over-consume anything mm. to get out of really facing what we're feeling. Yeah.
0: And if you have any other questions as well, not just about your immune system, but anything about what we've talked about today, please feel free to send us an email. The email will be on the screen uh, at the end, and we'll get back to everybody about their, um, their specific cases. So yes, we've had a great conversation about, you know, all the things that we should be focusing on now to help with our immune system and managing our stress about, you know, sleeping properly and how we do that, what to eat and how we do that and also keeping movement in mind. And I think now is a better time than any to sort of to hone in and to really take a new assessment of our lives in, in general, our, our well-being in general. So is there anything else that you wanted to share uh, today before we wrap up?
1: I think I'd just like to reiterate the importance of awareness, self-awareness, when we're being triggered into anxiety, when we're being triggered into stress, and knowing, taking your power back in that situation, knowing that you do have the ability to manage your mind, to uh, choose what you're consuming and how you are allowing those things to affect you. Yeah and really taking back your power in this situation and in all other situations, because we don't know what's coming. The uncertainty is unsettling, but we do have certainty over our minds and knowing that we can just use this time wisely to take care of ourselves, to take care of our families, and to really choose now, more than ever before, how we want to spend our time, how we want to spend our energy and how we want our world to operate. Do we want to join together and become, you know, connected and a community of like-minded people? choosing to do things that increase energy, increase well-being. I want people to know that you're not alone, we're all in this together and if anything this situation has just shown us that and that we are all stronger when we come together um, with that sense of wellness not just for ourselves but for the world at large.
0: And thank you so much and I hope you really found that useful, I hope you found that there takeaways that you can put in practice into your own lives and if you have any other specific questions as I said send us an email and any other suggestions of future topics as well so that we can make sure to cover those as well. Thank you so much for tuning in to Transformate TV.